Well, you may be seated. God bless you. This is the evening section. And uh, welcome those of us who are here right now and those, those in the morning. And uh, we, we just have to thank God that where this program, when you made up your mind to have this program, the Lord is ready. And the angels of God are also ready. They're here. When believers gather together anywhere in the world, the angels are more than the people that are gathered. The multitude of the angels. So if you have 1,000 people gathered, the rest are sure that 100,000 angels are there to do God's work with the people who have gathered. You see, the supernatural is more real than the natural. Amen. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? The supernatural is more real than the natural. The world is supposed to be a spiritual place. That is the way God designed it in the Garden of Eden. You see, God comes down himself, isn't it? To fellowship with Adam and Eve. He speaks to them physically. He talks to them physically. He fellowship with Adam physically. He didn't stay in heaven. He comes to that garden and calls Adam. The God who created the heaven and earth. But something happened. What happened? Adam sinned. He disobeyed. And when he disobeyed, he lost the presence of God coming down. And he lost the grace of God. Hallelujah. And that's why the book of Romans said that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. It didn't say you have lost all the glory. Because the creation is the glory of God, right? Everything about this world is God's glory. He said, but sin makes man to come short, little, of God's glory. All have sinned and come short of God's glory. And that is what sin does. It makes you to come short of God's glory. And it is when the glory of God is in your life, you can have the grace of God. In the morning, I spoke about all we need. All you need is grace. Mm? And I'm going to speak today, in this evening, on the grace of God is the presence of God in your life. The grace of the almighty God in your life is his presence in your life. The more you have God's presence in your life, the more grace you have. I can't hear you, amen. amen. I can't hear you, amen. amen. I can't hear you saying amen. 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 Praise God. Praise the Lord. From the Bible days, when people have God's presence, they have the grace of God. And you cannot do anything without God's grace. The situation in the world, and especially in Nigeria, have changed spiritually. From the time of us, the fathers. You have not seen 
what miracles are. Now what you have are fake miracles. I can hear your amen. Yeah. <laughs> totally fake. Hmm? Planned one. Conjoined one. Because the camera is ruling the world. Are you listening to me? Do you know what I mean by the camera ruling the world? The camera can fake anything. The camera can tell you lies. You see, because the world has turned from reality to unreality. What they want you to see is what you are seeing. It's not what is happening. Mm. Are you following me? <laughs> CNN. Fox News. CNN. Jazeera. It is what they want you to see they are showing you. It's not what is happening. Another thing is happening, but they say, so let's give them this. Hallelujah. Amen. And that's why you see people talking about fake news, fake news, fake news all the time. Things that are not happening, you are reading it on the Facebook, in your phone, and it's not happening. Many times, Obasanjo has been lied on. They say, Obasanjo said this. Obasanjo said, where did I see it? Shoyinka says, save me from these people. When did I say that? That is what they want you to see. Somebody was showing me Facebook the other time. Say, Facebook is a madhouse. Yes. Anything can be put there. You can be forced to believe a lie. And when they start repeating it, you will believe it. Praise God. You know, this your election coming now. A lot of things are coming on, on Facebook. Hallelujah. It is because this is what they want you to read. Manipulating your minds. Amen. The social media manipulates your mind. The physical media manipulates your mind. And I told you in the morning, the thing you see seek to you more than the things you hear. I didn't prove it, so science will prove it. What you see, you will remember more than what you hear. The devil also knows that. So the devil will keep on showing you what you must see. Hallelujah. Amen. And the other side, God doesn't force anybody. I stand by the door of your heart and I knock. If anyone will open unto me, I will come in. Jesus said, I am my father. We come and dwell with him. Free choice. Free choice. That's what God does. That's what the word of God does. But the devil is a guest that you did not invite. You don't need to invite him. He will come. Hallelujah. Amen. How many of you have ever invited him? You don't need to. 
He doesn't need your invitation. He will just come. And when you allow him, he takes over. Hallelujah. The Holy Spirit will never do that. He keep on nudging you. Keep on talking to you. Keep on persuading you to receive the truth. Hallelujah. How many in your days believe that something is happening in the atmosphere right now? That you can't put your hand up. In my days, people don't kill their wives. Amen. Anybody who does that is totally insane. They will say, oh, in the same person, that's why he did it. In your days, normal men kill their wives. Hallelujah. In your days, people invite their girlfriends and strangle the girlfriends for money with you. Hmm? Hello. Am I talking to somebody? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Eh? Why should these young ladies keep on having boyfriends? When the potential one you are having is a potential ritualist. Hello. Hi. Am I talking to somebody? Yes, the one you say you love you here is a potential ritualist. In Akure, one girl was Leo. He's been befriending the boy for a while. The father of the girl knew the boy, approved the relationship. They know them for long. And one day, the boy decided to pull, pull a fast one because the ritualists have told him he must have money. And invited the girl to his father's house. Both parents knew them and killed this girl in his room. And healed this girl in his room, waiting for the days that the ritualists have told him when the days are over. Hallelujah. Money will begin to flow. Before the days are over, this boy was caught. You see, what they don't know is that the girl is not there. She's dead physically, but she's in that room spiritually. And it is the same spirit of the girl that went to invite the police and said, I've been killed. Amen? And lead the police to that house. How many of you believe people don't die? Eh? Do you believe people die? Nobody dies. It's the physical body that dies. The spiritual one is there. The spirit is there. The girl was in that room. And this boy didn't know. Why is it that they are caught all the time they did that? Yeah? They will be caught because when you shed somebody's life, blood is life. When you share the blood on the ground, you're going to be in trouble with God. 
told God that Cain has filled Abel? Did God not see it? Hmm? And God came and said, Cain, why is your brother? Why are you asking of me of my brother? Am I my brother's See you, only two of them. Only two of them. And he's he asking, am I my brother's keeper? Who else will keep his brother? Am I my brother's keeper? He said, but I saw what you have done. The blood of your brother is crying unto me from the ground. Why? Because blood is life. This blood in your body is your life. That blood kept on crying unto me. So I know what you have done. He discovered that no police caught him. There was no police there, but there was somebody there, up there, who, who saw him. Your days are difficult days, you young people. Very difficult days. Some of the violence we are seeing now, I have never seen it in my life. We, your fathers, have never seen such violence. Total disregard for God. Total insanity. Hardness of heart. <coughs> Before you can say somebody killed in my own time. Oh. But now, killing is uh, what do you call it? Um, I want to use the word. Killing is uh, fun. Yeah. Then before you know, all these boys will start saying, when police catch them, you wonder why they start confessing at a rapid rate when police catch them. Eh? They start confessing in a rapid rate. Something told me to do it. Amen. Amen. Eh? Who told them to do it? When they have taken a lot of uh, tamado, eh? and tamado has taken over their system, they said something told them to. Who told them to do it? The devil. The chief murderer of this world is the devil. He wants to send unto hell many lives as possible. Hallelujah. And he knows when you are not in the sight of God, when you are seeing sin, once you die, you are going to hell. Express. He knows. So he's going to kill anybody. Cause these young people to be killing themselves in the spree. That's what we are witnessing in our day. But again, this day is also a day of grace. Hallelujah. It's a day when you can reach unto God and God will pour grace upon you. It's a day when you can become anything your heart desires under God. Hallelujah. But let me say something to you. You cannot become anything without being under God. I told you in the morning what Danguti said where they interviewed him. How did you become rich? And he told a story. How Evangelist Sierlutvon came to the country and was a guest of uh, Ben Sidi Daoza. 
And Evangelist Elizabeth was going to back to America. And uh, when they got to the airport in Benin, the plane is full. And Archbishop Vidalza, with all his boldness, came into the aircraft and said, Yetis and gentlemen, you know me. My name is Archbishop Vidalza. My friend is going back to catch his flight in Lagos. And I know the plane is full, but I want somebody to help me so that my guest will not miss his flight in Lagos. I want a young man to stand up for my guest who will go with the next flight. It was this damn good thing that stood up. For the man of God to take that, this same damn good thing. That's why where he contacted the grace. Stood up and honored the man of God. He's a Muslim. But he honored the anointing of that man of God and he stood up for him and went with the next flight. And today, he's the richest person in the world. And I told him in the morning, oh, you young people, you don't know what is happening now. You exist as if God is dead. God is alive. What he has done yesterday, he could do today and go to do tomorrow. Don't you read your Bible? Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. These testimonies I'm telling you, he's doing, he's ready to do the same thing for those who we honor God and who we come to the side of God and who we dedicate their life unto God. Hallelujah. He's ready. He's ready to do this not dead. And the time of grace is still now. Grace is not folded up. But if you think that that is a way you can do it, you have some abracadabra system in your brain. Let me use this uh, system. What do you call it now? Let me browse a little bit with my brain. When I browse a little bit, I'll be able to find solution. It won't work. Hallelujah. What do I say? It will work. It will never work. God wants people to move close to him. That song you sang, say, nearer my God to thee, nearer to thee. Jesus has said in his word, draw near unto God he will draw near unto you. Who do the drawing first? You. He's always ready. When you draw near unto you, he's always ready to draw near unto you. Hallelujah. When the scale of Osinashi came, everybody in the social media was condemning the man. Amen? Amen. Some people say, this marriage was I'm not going to marry anymore. Some lady said, ah, if it is this, what this marriage is, I will not marry anymore. A lady I read on that, he said, ah, my, the person I choose to marry has been beating me before we get to the altar. I think I have told him enough is enough. I'm not going to marry you again. So, there were a lot of frustration from young girls who hope to marry. 
But I want to say to you, there is a grace. Hallelujah. Amen. That grace will find you the right person. Will make the right person to love you. And the grace is still available in Jesus. And if you can come to him and give your life to him and start serving him, he will give you someone who will be your friend, your friend indeed. They say if someone don't marry his friend or our friend, the marriage cannot work. Do you know the meaning of that? Hmm? You know, when in Yoruba land, when they start praying, you know, in an engagement, they say, God will make you the friend of each other. They say, Amen. You know, it's a very common prayer in Yoruba land. They know what they are saying. Friends will never hurt each other. Real friends. Amen? Amen. Friends will never cheat each other. Friends will never disappoint each other. Friends will sacrifice for each other. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. That is why they pray that prayer. The grace of God is available in every area of our life. If you can stay, grace will locate you. In Genesis chapter 17, one Genesis 17 1 and when Abraham was 99 years old and 9 hmm? the 90 years old and 9 that's 99 the Lord appeared to Abraham and said unto him I am the almighty God walk before me and be thou perfect. And I will make my covenant between me and thee. And I will supply, I will multiply thee exceedingly. And Abraham fell on his face. And God talked with him, saying, As for me, behold, my covenant is with thee, and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Verse 5. Neither shall thy name be anymore be called Abraham, but thy name shall be Abraham, for a father of many nations I have made thee, and I make thee exceedingly fruitful, and I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee, and I will establish my covenant between me and thee, and I seek after thee in thy generation for everlasting covenant, to be a God unto thee, and to thy seed after thee. And I will give unto thee and to thy seed after thee the land wherein thou art a stranger. All the land of Canaan for an everlasting possession. And I will be their God. Let's stop there. The presence of God 
guarantee your grace. Now, grace coming into your life has nothing to do with your age. Age, they say, is numbers. Isn't it? Eh? It's just numbers. Eh? God did not appear unto Abraham lesser than 99. He didn't make a covenant with him lesser than 99. He chose the age 99 to appear unto him. Before this one, he has stumbled. Amen? Amen. He has stumbled. He, has, he went into Agar and gave back to Ishmael. And named Ishmael God has had. That is, God has had my prayer. And so God came in 17 Genesis. I didn't hear anything. What I am telling you is that this is your old woman is the one that is going to give back to the boy. It is not this young agar. I don't depend on blood. I don't depend on the way a woman is, is younger. That's strange. Mm -mm. I'm not a God that depends on all those things. I am a God of miracles. What people say is not possible is what I say is possible. So this old woman that has her blood dried up that cannot menstruate anymore and all the fruit in her body has dried up is the one who is going to give back to the child. That's where the grace came from. The grace that does the impossible. That's the speciality of God. You see, the world has been turned upside down as if there is no God anymore. We have been made right now to depend on science. Isn't it? It's not the first time it's happening. It happened many, many years ago in the 17th century when the industrial revolution began. They said religion should be off. We don't need this uh, Bible anymore. Now man is inventing railways, inventing trains, is inventing, they're inventing so many things. And the highest thing they invented was the cooking pot. You can imagine. Before then, there was no cooking pot. This uh, aluminum cooking pot. But during the industrial revolution, they invented the cooking pot. Everybody clap. Hey, we have cooking pots. Now we can cook our food in a pot of iron. So, Christianity came down in UK, came down everywhere. And then I'm not talking about this Jesus anymore. We've started in again now, isn't it? Eh? We want God off. God should go off. Hallelujah. We don't need God anymore. So science is science. 
And there was a man called Elon Musk who says, we are not going to live here again, we are going to mass. Believing in mass. He said, well, don't worry, we will take you to mass. Not just moon, mass. Another, another planet. There was a man called Sir Brancy of Virgin Atlantic. He established what we call SpaceX. He said he's going to carry people excursion from Earth to the moon and to the space and come back. And he told them in America and UK they should come and be paying money. And people were buying tickets to go outside this world. You know? And since it started, he hasn't been able to go. Amen. Can you imagine? America was the first nation to enter the moon. And they were the last nation to enter the moon. Nobody, no nation has ever got to the moon since America went to the moon. But you ask yourself, why is it that America cannot take people to the moon anymore? They can't enter the moon anymore. They say the whole atmosphere has changed. That's why they are using robots to go to the moon now. If you hear that America is going to the moon, it's not, nobody knows astronauts go to the moon. They say the whole atmosphere has changed in the moon. So they send engine to go there. All the United Nations tried, they couldn't go to the moon. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. Science. Science. Microsoft said, founder said, I have so many things to do than to go on Sunday morning to be wasting my time in the church. That's what Big Gates said. Science, science. So when you depend on science, the grace of the one who made heaven and earth disappear. People don't want to pray anymore. Why? Science provides all the things. That's the time we are in. But I want to tell you, this is the time for grace. This is the time you can contact grace. This is the time you can yield to God to contact grace. Hallelujah. All these signs, all these discoveries, God knew it's going to happen. God has given man the potential to do so many things. But he did not give any man the potential to exist without him. No. He said, without me, you can't do nothing. But they say, Amen. New Age teaching will tell you that no, God has given man potential. He has power. He has everything to do everything. Yeah, God. They quote the Bible out of context. Because what he actually said, yeah, God, unto whom the word of God came. Did the God word of God uh, came to the age people? So they will leave that aside. They say, even your Bible says we are God. So there is the, well, what that Bible says is that Ye are gods unto whom the word of God 
came. What made them to be God is because they have received God's word. He's talking to believers. But New Age will tell you, no. When you buy the books, you start reading, you start rejoicing. You don't know that you are reading falsehood. Falsehood. God did not create man to exist by himself. He created man to serve him. That's it. Because he knew the devil is alive and kicking. The enemy of man. The devil is more of an enemy of man than enemy of God. It is because of you, he fell. It is because he wants to attack you and put you in bondage. That's why he came to this world. Therefore, God can hear and do God. No. But it's you. You, the crown of God's creation. You, the image, express image of God on earth. You are the one he's targeting. You are the one that made him to come to this earth. Hallelujah. You know, some people used to tell us that they have seen the devil before, isn't it? Eh? A certain guy said he has seen the devil. Amen. He said he went, you know, he belonged to the marine world, you know. So he said one day they had a meeting in the marine world. And uh, as he was sitting down, many people were in the meeting. He said when the devil wants to appear under the sea, when he wants to appear to them, he said he terrified them. He said, first of all, his, his two legs came, boom, boom. He said, immediately the leg, the first leg came, everybody's scared and run away. Second leg came, everybody's scared and run away. He said, his hand now came, boom, boom. You know, the devil is a tricky person. He's scaring them. So by the time his body and the head will come, boom, ah! They all run away and come, 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 come. I am the one. I'm the one. Don't worry. Don't worry. <coughs> he said, they started asking him questions. He said, one guy said, excuse me. One, one of the girls said, excuse me. Did some people used to mention that there is a place called heaven. Said the devil said, heaven. It is the heaven you are in here. <laughs> he said, it is the heaven you are in here. It is the, the guest heaven, sir, master. They say there is heaven somewhere. What other heaven? He said, to tell you the truth, that place is beautiful. Under the sea, very beautiful. It's a city. They have their own, uh, what do you call it? Vehicle. But do you know what happened? That city was built with palm fronds, palm leaves. And yet the devil called it to them heaven. Hallelujah. Can you imagine that? Under the sea. But what threw me about the testimony of that girl that I will never forget. You know what threw me? Very simple thing. He said one girl among them, ask our own question. He said, 
The girl asked a question and said, Sir, I want to ask a question, sir. He said, The devil said, Yes, you can ask your question. No, he's a big boss. This is taking place under the sea. He said that the devil said, Yes, you can ask your question now. He said, The girl now says, Excuse me, sir, master. Some people used to mention one name. One name. He said the devil said, Yes. What is the mid what is the name? He said the girl said, Jesus. Immediately the girl said, Jesus, fire came from heaven into that sea. Everybody scattered. The devil scattered. The devil ran. After some time, the devil called all of them together. Okay, he said. Then he told that girl, lie in your life. In your life, when you are here in meeting with me, don't call that name. You see, fire came now. Don't call that name. He said, the girl was terrified. I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I won't call the name. Hallelujah. The Bible says the name is powerful. In heaven, in hell, and in the world. That is the name we are worshipping. That is the name that can give you grace. Amen. Amen. Before I conclude, see, I told you the world has been gradually torn around. Faith is no more faith. Faith has become faith. F-A-T-E. Instead of F-A-I-T-H. Do you know the, the difference? You don't know the difference? Faith says nothing can change things. It is like that. The customs are the same. The traditions are the same. Just obey you can't change things. That's faith. Amen? Amen? Faith says, yes, you can change things. You can actually call favor to your life. Hallelujah. Amen. You can decree what you want to decree. As long as you want to be something, you can be that thing. Amen? Our people in the Islamic faith, they believe in faith. F-A-T-E. They say, it is God that brought it. Isn't it? Yes. Huh? There's nothing you can do about it. The believer says, no. We can change things through the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We can turn things around through the name of Jesus. The Bible says that the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow. Hallelujah. Of things of beings in heaven, or things of beings on earth, or things of beings under the earth, and every mouth shall confess that Jesus is Lord. Hallelujah.
There was a young man in the Bible called Joseph. How many of you remember him? When I think about that man, I think about grace. This man, at the age of 17, please, young people, let God start with you at a young age. You won't suffer. Amen. I got saved at the age of 16 plus. Yes, that's when I gave my life to Christ. Some people say, ah, 16 plus. Yes. Ah, this man doesn't know anything about life. Did he enjoy life? Did he enjoy girlfriend? Ah, 16 plus, you got saved. He became so religious. It's not true. At the age of 14, I was already consuming three beer at the go. At the age of 14. What do I say? Three bottles of beer at the go. At the age of 14. 14, 15, ah. Uh. Hallelujah. At the age of 15, I was a chain smoker. So when people like whiskey that are puffing cigar, they do like this, puff. I look at them. We've been there. Hallelujah. We've been there. You, these young people, we've been there. Hmm? The whiskey will go, as we show you, will go to the corner and start smoking ganja. We've been there. Hallelujah. In those days, we did all those things. If I had died then, I would have gone to hell. But thank God for saving me. I appreciate him for saving me. Because hell is for those who don't know God. I knew, I had a friend who had an accident who died instantly then. We used to smoke together. Today he's in hell. They didn't have the chance I have. Now wept. It's my friend. So for those who did not go to hell, when they are young, oh, praise God. So when I say 16 plus, you know I was already rotting. What do I say? Rotting, rotting. My father did not know I was rotting. My mom trusts me that among her children, I'm the only one that is clean. And she didn't know I was the most rotting. Hallelujah. Because I will not smoke at all. Amen? Amen. I will not smoke at all. But the day they are going to catch me, a friend of mine came from nowhere. We used to call him Halabude. Amen. <laughs> this man, there is no Indian film he did not know. In those days, Indian films are very popular in Chinese films, you know. You knew all the Indian films. So we are friends. I used to watch films that this man now was posted. You know, he got job at Undo State Radio Television in those days. And uh, I was also in Akure. Somehow he located me. And we got located. So he now told me Fash. I used to bear the name Fash then. Fash, you see? Listen to Fash. There is one joint I've just discovered. My, beside our station. Fash, I bet you, if you can drink that 
woman's oguguru and survive. I'll do like this to you. You know. So I said, Harabudi, don't trick me. Don't trick me. There is no oguguru that can shock me. I'm not, I'm not in that level anymore. He said, ah, Fatih, I'm telling you. So one day he came to pick me. All to the place. And I wanted to prove to Alabude that I wanted to prove to Alabude that I can shark and I will not be shocked. Because we used to drink in those days, you know. So I got there and I started drinking. Free you collect money from me. You just want to see whether the thing will shock me or not. So I was shocking and we were talking. I was smoking and we were talking. So we started shocking. You know? You know? Remember Bob Marley said shocking to the music, you know? So I was shocking. We were playing music. I was shocking. I was, he was watching me. I, I finished the first bottle. He said, Fash, this thing is not shocking you. I said, Oh, you stay there. You think I'm a small boy? So, <laughs> so I, I, I took the second one. Then he looked at me, he said, Fash, it seems you are getting shocked. And I said, oh, me? Shock? You know, I can't, I can't be shocked. So I took that second one to about half. And I knew, yes, this, <laughs> this Ogogoro is sharp, you know. And uh, I started feeling it and all that. But I was still holding myself, and I was saying some things. And so until... I don't know where I was again. Do you know if it were to be time of uh, kidnapping? That's why they took me away and cut my head. But I'm talking about the story I'm talking to you is about back in the 70s. You know? Nigeria was good then. Mm? You can walk from uh, Lagos to this place. Nothing will happen to you in the 70s. Not now. So I... Well, I didn't know where I was, and I was sleeping on the, on the bench, you know, in the Ogogoro woman's house, you know. And everybody was disappearing. And this, my friend, Alabude, he was a driver with that station. His boss called him, come and take me home, and uh, he quickly, and left me there. But I was unconscious. That's why if it had to be now, these days, I will have, my head would have been caught for ritual. I was just there. He took his boss home, came back before he picked me home. I was just hearing his voice faintly, faintly. I was talking to him faintly, hearing him faintly. And when he dropped me home, instead of me to hide in the home of my friends so that the thing would disappear, I took boldness. I went to my house. That was the day they discovered that I was not innocent. Do you know what my dad did? In my shocking state, my dad locked me up and started beating me. Whip me, whip me, whip me, whip me. I was not feeling it, though. <laughs> I was not feeling the beating, though. He was just beating me with the whip and all that, you that we are trusting and not knowing that you are the... Well, I slept there. 
didn't remember to eat. It was after all said and done that I slept and woke up. I looked my body at my body. It was full of stripes of my father's beating. And I was hungry. Actually hungry. So you're gonna give me food. Nothing, nobody. My wife, my my mother is disappointed at me and all that. So I was just there in the room where they locked me. And uh, until the whole thing get cleared and I started feeling pain. And it was then that uh, I started apologizing to my parents, you know, that it was a friend who took me somewhere and they said, Where did you get the friend? He said, well, I used to know the friends in school, those days, you know. And then, can you imagine at that time how young I was? But I was lost. And today, when I see these young people doing that, I weep. Because you are just... You see, interestingly, any time I see Whiskey, the way he is, you know, he was a charming little boy. He's handsome. You understand, eh? That's the way I was then. You know, he, he, he's handsome. He's not big, you know. He's not like David O, you know. But he's, he's handsome, you know. He's presentable. That's why all these girls, all the, <laughs> you know, all these girls, that's why they follow Whiskey. You know, David O is not handsome. But yes, but Whiskey is handsome, you know. And that I remember the way I was skinny, that's the way I was skinny. Hmm? Puffing my cigar, puffing my, you know, what have you? Hallelujah. Amen. But today, this man then is the one standing before you now preaching the gospel. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And you yeah. too, you too, you will preach the gospel. Amen. You don't want to preach the gospel? Amen. Preach Christ. Christ is the one that changed me. When he entered into you, he changed you. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise God. There was one of these prostitute ladies that um, this woman, what's the name of this woman? Um, this uh, Alakija. Voluntary Alakija. You know the Espelonia woman. God restored. The prostitute lady was saying, I don't know what got me into all this. I wasn't like this. I just find myself in that state. And praise God, I'm back to Christ. Amen. Amen. You see, these negative influences come into the hand, the life of youths, and they don't know what they're doing. Some will tell you they're looking for money. Open your phone, you see people in Hollywood. Hallelujah. And you think that is a standard? Eh? Amen. Amen. You think that is a standard? That's not a standard. They need grace. Amen. Amen. And sometimes men are deceived. Some of these girls you see in Hollywood have had one issue or the other. And they present as well as if they, are, they don't know, they, they, are, they are fresh. There's nothing fresh about them. Amen. Amen. That's showing the part of their body and say they are slain. I don't know who they are slain. You know, you know they say they are slain girls. I don't know the kind of person, the number of people they have slain. 
Of course, they know they are slaying some people. Hallelujah. By the end of the day, they just come up and realize that it's not life. Hallelujah. When God gets into you, the grace gets into you, the presence of God gets into you, you become a new person in Christ. And I'm going to coast on this. See, Joseph was a young boy at the age of 17 who had a dream. How many of you discovered the dream? How many of you know about the dream? Joseph's dream. Hmm? He saw a dream, he said, I saw the sun and the moon and the eleven stars, they are bowing down to me. He went to the father. Because the father has spiritual experiences, Jacob has spiritual experiences, the father knew him. Son, are you trying to say that I and your mother, the sun and the moon, you understand? And your brothers will bow down unto you. How? You are my son. Amen. Amen. Grace is going to allow that to happen. Yes. And grace did allow that to happen. Those who have despised you, when the grace of God enter your life, they will start adoring you. Those who say you cannot make it. When grace enter your life, you start making it. Those who have used their mouth to talk rot against you. When grace enter your life, they will change their story. Grace makes people to change their story. I told you in the morning that when your people, your people who have despised you, when they finally see you in the new state that grace has brought you into, you don't need to talk. They will see that something has happened to this girl, to this man. Amen. This man is no more the one that circulates in Lagos looking for a job. Amen. Amen. Job will find you. Amen. I say job will find you. Amen. Do you know that there are some people who sit at home now and make millions through the internet? Internet jobs. Are you aware of that? Eh? <laughs> when I say job, I don't mean that until you walk out from Abulegba to Lagos and you start sweating like a chicken. Hmm? Hmm? Do you know what the Yoruba people say? They say chicken sweat. It's only the airs of the body that they don't allow people to know that chicken sweat. <laughs> the feathers. Chicken used to sweat because they are skin. But the feathers do not allow you to see. So many people sweat like chicken in these stages. I remember when there was no light in Omole, we had to move to our other property where we had a church there. I will sleep in my office 4.30 in the morning. I'll be hearing the hoot of a vehicle. And I'll be saying, there was one particular man, 4.30 is already out. 
chaka, 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 chaka. He's walking to. He's going to take bus. 4.30. I will peep in my window. I say, this man cannot last. If you are waking like that every day. There are some people living in Ifo and walking in Lagos. Am I telling lies? Amen. He could do to lucky. Sweating, no car, nothing, no nothing, no car, yeah, nothing, nothing. And they do that every day. Tell me, how would that person last long? Some people, if today is not Sunday, they are not back home by this time. And 4:30, they come again. Ah uh ah. -uh. God did not put us in this world for that kind of thing. And some people in the internet, they will just stay. Amen. They will not make their millions in the internet. Hallelujah. We tell young people today, you better go and do one of these two schemes, you know, and start earning your millions. Amen. It's just cost, earning your millions. Because it is not that certificate you bring from university that is going to feed you. What did I go go and They've scattered everything. Politicians have scattered everything. They are only mindful of their children. Eh? Akeleolu, the governor of Lagos was boasting. I'm the first governor that did marriage for my child in Dubai. Can you imagine? Crazy people. Insane people. A governor to saying that. Is that an achievement? Do marriage for your for your child in Dubai. And you are saying it, I'm the first governor to achieve that feat. Those are the kind of people ruling you. Hmm? <coughs> Praise the Lord. They tell you something, they are not doing it. The children of common people, they have their certificate in their hand, no job. No job. Grace will lift you up. I say grace will lift you up. Amen. I say grace will lift you up. Amen. It's only grace of God that can lift you up. It's only grace of God. Some of these people's children, they are not here. And yet, many students are at home now, isn't it? Rasus or Asus, right? How much is Asu asking for? My friend who is a professor, how much is Asu asking for? And they will say that they have used 400 billion to settle terrorists. 400 billion. Asu is not asking for up to 400 billion. Hallelujah. Asu is not asking for it. So children are at home now. And it's no fault of their own. It's because of insensitivity of these people. Uh, let us pray. Pray to God. Grace will lift you up. Amen. It's only God that you have. You don't have anybody. Eh? In this country, you don't have anybody. It's only Jesus you have. If they think you have somebody, eh? is it not in this life that somebody came? A boy came and took uh, 
his mother. Five want to start slaughtering the mother. They burned and started shouting. And people rushed and took the mother away from him. Why? Said they said I should go and kill my mother because I want to have money. Can you imagine that? Hmm? If people are not in the neighborhood, you know what would have happened to the mother? Hmm? The mother shouted at the top of her voice. Before people rushed and took the counselors away from this boy, overpowered this boy. Who wants to kill his mother for ritual? Hmm? The Yahoo plus people. You know there is Yahoo. There is Yahoo plus. Hmm? The Yahoo plus will take you to ritual. Hmm? There is a guest house inside here. See, if you go out now, you see this guest there, this boss. Just here. That's why they do their operation. There is an hotel. When you are coming here, the hotel of one of us, you know, that hotel you see at the, at the out there. You know, that blue window hotel. That's why they were before. And the owner of the hotel told me that you have to drive this away from the hotel. He said one day, one brought a girl there. And the game is that they will ask the girl for the type of pants that the girl is going to wear. They will say they are going to buy it for the girl. So they will buy that pant, keep in the back, and when they enter the hotel, the girl will enter the room, you know, the bathtub, to bath, they will change the pant. That's all. That's all. And so, there are so many Kurufu girls. You know what I mean by Kurufu? Empty ones. Roaming the street right now, they are taking their future away from them through Yahoo Plus, spiritually speaking. And they are roaming the street. And you think someone will approach them for marriage. What is going to happen to those such marriage? The boy will struggle, struggle, struggle and leave the girl. Not knowing that the girl has been used. Out of the people that follow rich men, Eh? The same thing. The rich men use them for rich why they don't know. Uncle, I need a car. They will buy the car and give it to you. But they are taking people things from you that are more than the car they bought for you. And you will know. Uncle, I need iPhone. They will both buy the iPhone for you. But uh, they are taking things. This is practical things that is happening. So many people. And what else? God has given you some person. God has given you a life to live. God has given you a life to make yourself, to make it yourself. Amen. Amen. And you just need the grace of God and the presence of God in your life. Please, submit to God. Amen. Amen. Please, give your life to God. Please let God walk in your life. He has abundant grace.
Let me close by this scripture. Finally, Genesis 39. Genesis 39, let's read verse 2 and 3. Genesis 39, 2 and 3. And the Lord was with Joseph. And he was a prosperous man. I like that. He was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Verse 3. And his master saw that the Lord was with him. Hey, he saw. There is an evidence that this guy has grace. The master saw that the Lord was with him and that the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Amen. Amen. We are not going to read more than, that, more than that. The Lord was with him and he was a prosperous man. Didn't you need prosperity? Maybe it's prosperity you are scattering all about looking for. Amen. Amen. But the secret of Joseph was this. The Lord was with him. Once he gets the Lord to his side, then he can prosper. And because the Lord was with him, the Bible says he was a prosperous person. He was a successful person. And the next verse said, when the master saw, so you can see prosperity. Answer me. You can see it. Eh? You can see poverty also. How? How do you know poverty? It's very simple. When the shoe you are wearing is shouting hallelujah. The shoe is shouting hallelujah. You know what I mean? Eh? Nobody will tell you that this guy is poor. Hmm? I watched some videos. You know, we used to do it in those days too. When you approach the girl, the girl will look at you like this. From top. Me. You're approaching me. You know? And some guys will be annoyed. Look at this girl. Don't blame the girl. She needs prosperity. And you are poverty stricken. Because both prosperity and poverty can be seen. I was preaching somewhere, I think outside this country. And I want them to come and give unto God. The first thing I said was that, look at me very well. Though. 
He said, yes, sir. I forgot what I had and what I wore. So I now told them that me, I want you to give to God, right? And when you give to God, you prosper. You know what I said? I said, the first thing that I want you to do is to look at me. They look at me. Do I look like a poor person? I see them shaking their hand. No. So if I did not, I look like a poor person, if I talk, will you listen? Will you give your money? Yeah? I say, so if you look at me, you see that I'm not a poor person, then you know that you like to be like me. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Come and see how they start trooping out to give. They start trooping out from everywhere. Because why? Prosperity can be seen. Eh? And poverty can be seen. The master of Joseph saw that God was with him. He saw it. And that this God that was with him caused everything that he did to prosper. You know what he did? He handed over everything to his hand. Can you give your money to a poor person? Eh? You were loped with your money. But the master carried everything and gave it to Joseph. Know that this man is, uh, is something. So the Bible says even the man doesn't know how much property he has. That was what caused the wife to envy Joseph. It was the wife who envied Joseph and said, hey, my husband brought an Hebrew boy to the house and since the Hebrew boy is in charge of everything. I don't know even the assets of my husband. It is this boy. Okay, I will turn in the image of this boy. What I'm going to do, I will ask the boy to lie with me in sex. Do you think Joseph didn't know? It was not the sex that that woman needed. No. It is because he wants to tarnish the image of Joseph and now the husband will hand over everything into her hand. That's the strategy. But Joseph did not fall into it. He knew the strategy. And Joseph said, no, I won't do that because of God. And my, husband, my, my, my master have handed over everything. It's only you, my, my Master kept from me. Why should I do this thing? Hallelujah. And that's why Joseph had a life full of pleasure and prosperity and authority. Today, God wants you to trust him. God wants you to give your life to him. God wants you to taste grace so that as from this moment, you keep using your brain. You, you stop using your brain, using your strategy, using your anything that you have to attract favor. God will give you favor through his grace. He can do it. When you are in his harm, he can do it. That's what this program is all about. So that you have this encounter with God once. And as from this moment, 
the grace of God will follow you. I tell you, there is nothing in this world. What do I, what do I say? Frustration. Frustration upon frustration. That's all that we have. The narration you are reading every day in the world will lead you to frustration. But I've known somebody 43 years ago when I came to him. Hallelujah. And he has never failed me. He has never disappointed me. He brought me from nothing to something. Hallelujah. Amen. He kept me alive. Gave me divine health. Gave me divine purpose. Hallelujah. When I started ministry in Lagos, I was living in one room apartment with my friend in Dokwemu. And how many of us are living in the room? Eight people. Eight. His siblings were there. I and my friend will sleep on the bed. All his siblings will sleep on the ground at Dokwemu. Those days are gone forever. What do I say? Yeah. If I say it, you young people, you don't believe. Uh, this man, one room with his friend, and all the siblings will sleep. Yes, that's where I started. And I was a university graduate. But in those days, how many jobs are in Lagos? Even if I want to work. Yeah? How many jobs are in Lagos? You are, you are, sometimes when you see young people today, they say there is nothing new job. I laugh. If you are alive during Babangida's time, you know that serious time has passed. It is one that Buhari, this Buhari, first coming of Buhari, ah, we were queuing for milk, queuing for bread. You can only hear the story because you have, some of you are not born, and uh, you know. So, when he said he wants to be president again, I know we are going to enter into trouble again. Hmm? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go and kill those people. They are corrupt. Nigeria was a Mr. Anti-Corruption has come. Oh, that time we used to have Shagari government. Shagari government was overthrown. He said they are corrupt. During Shagari, we didn't kill for bread. The milk was nyafu nyafu. How much is a carton? Mommy, how much was a carton of geisha? This geisha. A carton. Students will buy a carton. Students in polytechnic and they put it in their room. They will be cooking rice with a carton of geisha. Every day they will be eating. Mm -hmm. yeah. Titus. How much is Titus? Students will we cook in our hostess. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. This man came and said it is rubbish. It's because we are corrupt. That's why we have food to eat. So he came and said uh, corruption has eaten deep. So during Jonathan time, were you not enjoying? 
You do know you enjoy. I saw me now. See, I'm not a politician, but I'm, I only see things. All I know is that uh, he also said and said you are corrupt. And uh, you came. And now you are killing for everything. Amen. I don't know the next person that is going to be there. Only God will save us. But I'm saying that align yourself to God. Forget about Nigeria. Nigeria will heal themselves. God will do it. Amen. Amen. But if, like I said in the morning, if you allow them to give you something, to, you know they have started campaigning now. The last time they campaigned, they said they are going to do one, two, three, four, five. What did they do there? Eh? Now they have started again. No? They've started again. Hmm? All they have to do is to give you 2,500 to go and vote. And when you vote, finish, you vote your destiny. Eh? When you get there, they pack all things packable. Hmm? Then they pack it. Hopefully you suffer for another eight years. God forbid in this country in Jesus' name. Yeah. Never go that steps again. Yeah. God forbid. I'm saying this because you youth, eh, you are the one suffering this. During our own, we suffer our own, but we came out of it. And I know that you people will come out of it too. Yeah. Uh -huh. But when I was telling you then, in, uh, when these people want to take, I was warning some people, you you, you don't know anything. How old are you? He said, no. Jonathan has failed. No! He must go. No! We put him out. Okay, you put him out. Man. You don't know the Jonathan? He said, Jonathan is coming back now. Isn't he? Have you ever heard? Ah! Ruben Abati, he said something, he said it online, yes, he said yes, my boss is going to contest. So they are playing you, playing you, but my message today is align with Jesus, let your hope be with Jesus, let your heart be with Jesus, and he will fix everything for you. Let's rise upon our feet. Rise up on your feet.